Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Ranked Quick Look. Today we're taking a look at something which I really haven't seen before. Now, the, 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 like the type of device I have, but in this gaming form, it is really rather something new and is a testament of the compartmentalization, the shrinking of components, which allows really like hardcore gaming oriented components to be like chubbed into really small chassis. And that is really, really cool. So ASUS, which is the company that this video is all about, started this journey a couple of years back with the Flow X13. Now the Flow X13 is essentially a small form factor 13 inch laptop, which also functions as a two in one, but which did for first have gaming chops. It has gaming chops both on board, but was sold as a kind of a uh, a companion piece to the X13G Mobile, which is essentially a mobile GPU with a 3080 inside. So imagine this, let's say you had a lot of money to spend. At home you have your big ASUS monitor and your, um, your uh, uh, mobile GPU here, and your keyboard and your mouse all hooked into the USB ports of that GPU, and you took your Flow X13 on uh, to your studies, do your studies of the week, go to school, go to uni, whatever it is what you were doing, you were working, you had pretty fine battery life, nice lightweight chassis in your bag when you came home with one proprietary plug, then the machine completely changes and what you have is something akin to a very heavy desktop replacement gaming laptop or in some cases a desktop-like gaming environment in front of you. It is that duality that was the general sales pitch of the X13 and we loved it. Particularly the second iteration one which got like a 3070 as well on board but managed to keep really cool battery life instead. Uh, so now Asus is doubling down on this idea with the Z13. It is basically still part of the Flow family, uh, the Flow sub family of the ROG family, if that makes sense. This Z13 is essentially Let's move this out of the way. You get this, by the way, cool little bag, which you also get with the regular X13. This is the Z13, and it is, in many ways, a Surface Pro for gamers. And what I mean by that is that on its own, it's a really thick tablet, but it is a tablet, and it's a tablet that you can use for tablet-related things, and it runs Windows 11, meaning that it is better suited for tablet-related tasks than stuff that was attached with Windows 10. It also has a kickstand here on the back. And with your Z13, you get this almost Alcantara-clad keyboard accessory where you plug in your tablet, which it does magnetically. The keyboard itself will rush up here to cover that little bit of gap there to make sure that it looks like that your uh, display is sort of disappearing into the keyboard. Um, and then you have your full laptop environment with Windows 11, a really freaking awesome keyboard, a small but quite responsive trackpad. Again, it is too small. All the conveniences of your regular old gaming experience um, and a small form factor device um, with ob which obviously has touch and can transform into, again, a thick, but still a tablet if that's what you want. Now, the thing is, we have to start by saying that Asus really did well with construction here and adding utility and functionality for the consumer who would splurge for this machine. So, for one, 
It has, as I said, a freaking awesome keyboard. Like, this is even better than a Surface keyboard. The trackpad is fine. It's clad in cool material. It has fantastic stereo speakers. It has Wi-Fi 6E. It has a muck switch, meaning that you can go off the big, like the, the, the mobile GPU in here, and just run off the graphics on the processor SOC, meaning that you'll probably extend your battery life a little bit by utilizing the muck switch. Um, it has a 56 watt hour battery, which is, if you're careful, is fine, basically. It's not as good as the X13, but it is fine, particularly depending on the size. So again, there's all of these small conveniences, which makes it a good all-rounder. In, in theory, like not in theory, in practice, actually, this display is also really cool. It's an IPS 1080p 120 hertz display, but as with a lot of things ASUS, this is Pantone validated, meaning that you get great calibration off from the factory with Delta E averages, which is probably below 2.0, meaning that you could ostensibly also use it to edit videos and photos on semi-professionally, and it just looks great. Great contrast. We just reset this when it's going back to ASUS, um, but still, really really cool and even more cool is the fact that inside i'm gonna i'm gonna do this again now you can see like the venting here even though that this is thick you we can both agree all agree that this is really small for a gaming chassis all of the stuff has to be in here there's no processing going on in here this is just a keyboard accessory inside here you get an i9 12900h an RTX 3050 Ti, 16 gigs of LPDDR5 RAM, and one terabyte's worth of NVMe M.2 storage, all in a package which together weigh 1.5 kilograms. That is insane. As I said, it is a testament to the compartmentalization of these really like high performance components. It's really, really impressive to see them squeeze it down in something this thin and this light, by the way. So great performance throughout our testing. We measured around 81 degrees at full freaking tilt on the CPU and about 75 degrees on the GPU, meaning that not even thermal throttling is an issue with this chassis. Really, really cool. And you should be able to expect to run games, modern games, at around 1080p, varying from FPS counts like 40 to 60 in most modern titles. Obviously, you completely blow the gates off of that estimate if you also splurge for the mobile GPU. Now, this mobile GPU, as I said, have all your basic ports there, as well as HDMI, Ethernet, all of that stuff, and it all wounds up in this proprietary port right here, which is attached to the side of your said 13. So again, this would not be something you would carry with you, but it would be at home transforming this setup from a pretty good like mobile setup to a really nice desktop setup. But the main thing here, which we're trying to convey, is that it's just really awesome to see this much power squeezed down to this much place. Um, I, I would consider that to be just a win for ASUS overall in general. But now we have to get to the two annoying counts, which I kind of have to tell you. For one, I find this design to be absolutely hideous. I know that ASUS is flirting with this stuff in general, but to me, like this pseudo cyberpunkian design aesthetic just 
doesn't really square with what consumers want these days. They want something subtle. You can make it so that it looks like an enthusiast build, but this is just condescending. These red accents and the way that you ha they've made this portion of it transparent glass so you can see the motherboard and I'm presuming the uh, CPU in there or a little bit of it. It's just annoying. And there's even here on the side, there's kind of like, I think these are coordinates and I'm, it, I don't know where it leads, like hardcore gamer island, but it, these are coordinates, man. Like, what do you need this for as a serious enthusiast? You don't need to be it, like recognized when you're just typing away. And this is supposed to be with you at all times, in all scenarios, from the cafes, to uni, to school, to back home, where you are just like reckless, recklessly gaming. And just having this, I don't know if this says OG, or 06, it's not really clear. And here it says, for those who dare. What the F happened here? For those who dare? Like, these aren't, like, we're not bungee jumping here. We're playing Call of Duty Vanguard and we're not daring anything. You're daring people to pay extra money for what seems like a really good performing device. But this is just embarrassing. I, I would I would be embarrassed by this. And I, I, I maybe that makes me vain or superficial, but still, I would be embarrassed to show this. And then there is the other thing, because obviously when we ran this at like turbo mode, where it was like the exhaust were going, everything, we got like an hour and a half's worth of battery life. But again, with the muck switch and stuff, you can stretch it to like five, six hours, that's good. But this is not cheap. Again, prices will vary heavily, so I'm not gonna get into that, but it's really expensive. It is really, really expensive with this as well. It is more expensive, as far as I could tell, than the regular X13. Now, this will have more modern specifications since the X13 is from last year, but that does not change the fact that the X13 also has a 30 series graphics card, also has a top of the line uh, Intel CPU, also has 16 gigs of LPDR, uh, I think it's 4X RAM though, and has a terabyte NVMe M.2 SSD. It has a, a much smoother build. It lasts longer than a, on a battery charge, and it just looks way nicer, way nicer. So the main competition for this is Asus's own product, but still, you can't really fault them for making two great products which are in direct competition with one another. And apart from how this looks, you can't really fault it for how it performs. And for some, and for most maybe, that's what matters. So this double setup, which Asus is creating, this ecosystem is really cool. So thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.